Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. So it's really good to be here. And um, I believe uh, today will be a very special uh, gathering. Already been very, you about, we have heard about how God has been working through the roads, chairs, and uh, angels. And, um, but I do believe, when, as I'm sharing the word of God, I want you to have ex- expectancy. That's what you say. Because I do believe that today that the Holy Spirit will come over us and um, meet your needs in a special way. If you came depressed, you will live full of life. If you came with this heavy burden upon you, God will take off your burdens. If you come with sickness, I believe that the Spirit of the Lord will uh, touch you and Jesus will heal you. Why not? I believe today that uh, you will receive hope. There are some of you guys that will receive healing, emotional healing. God will make you whole today. If you came here, and there are some people here today that you have never received Christ, never asked him to come into your life, Today you will, because Jesus is here. And then you will leave here as the real you, the way God looked at you, and the way God created you to live, with him on the inside, not on the outside. And uh, this is something that I will share with you today, something that God really put on my heart, not just for you, but, but for the churches in Norway, and I've been praying so long time because I've seen so many of us, we really want to serve God, we really want to serve Jesus, we really want to follow him and want us to use us. But sometimes we make things too complicated. Sometimes we, we don't really have faith that God can use me because, you know, we have all our weaknesses. But the thing is, God is not looking for those things. The only thing he is looking for is uh, somebody who is willing and I think also it is important for us that we really understand who we are, the true identity. Because sometimes the enemy, he operates on our feelings and our emotions, and he is a liar. And he is not speaking anywhere of truth, he is a liar. And, uh, and he tells us everything we can't do and everything we should have done. Now. But uh, the joy identity is in Christ. It's based on what he has done. And um, I want to read from uh, John 16, 7. But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. This is Jesus now talking to the disciples, disciples just before he's going back to the Father. And remember, we are now living in the time when Jesus has been raised from the dead. And he's now seated at the Father's right hand. So he said, it, uh, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, uh, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Mm. And, um, and then in verse 15, John 14, verse 15 to 20, if you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Advocate to help you and to be with you forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. 
the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it is neither see him or nor knows him, but you know him. If you are born again, Christian, you know the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. For he lives with you and will be in you. And know we are living with the Holy Spirit in us because Jesus, no, had been raised from the dead. He went to the Father and he received the Holy Spirit and he poured out on Pentecost the Holy Spirit over us. So we receive the Holy Spirit. He is in us. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. And I am in you. Our yes. spirit and the spirit of the Lord is one. Amen. First Corinthians 6, 7. But the person who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. One spirit with Jesus Christ. Yes. Isn't that fantastic? The Holy Spirit in you, Christ in you, Christ in me. And we are joined together. We are one with his spirit, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And um, as I'm reading the the 2 Corinthians 13, 13, and it says, May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. So the grace of Jesus is with us every day. Every morning you wake up, there is grace from Jesus is with us. Grace means a lot of new beginnings. Grace is a fantastic gift. And the love of God is with us every day. But the fellowship, the the, the fellowship is with the Holy Spirit. And, And I know this is so important for us to understand because all the things... God has called us to do everything God has called us to do we can only do in and by the Holy Spirit yes. mm-hmm. and he is he is not just an energy sometimes even Christians say that the, the Holy Spirit is a power yeah he is a power and it is an energy yes he is an energy I remember I was going to meet a, a, a lady and uh, and the day before I was just praying for her and over the night I was praying for her sorry I was praying for a lady but but no, I'm not sorry because of that, but I didn't want to tell my wife that I was dreaming about the lady. <laughs> so it's not my wife, because I got the dream from God, and I saw a lady standing in front of me, and I saw the hand of God came and pointed on different places on her body and mentioned things that she was suffering from, and then it disappeared. And the next day when, I, when we was going to see her, she opened the door, and I realized that was the woman in my dreams. And as we was talking, this lady was into, uh, into new age, all kind of uh, this uh, new uh, stuff with the uh, occult thing or believing in all kind of different things. And she was, um, she was uh, going to share with me, so we sat down and she started to t- ask me, um, she, uh, she said, oh, I believe in, uh, I believe in uh, dark angels. And I said, well, so do I. 
Uh, and then she looked at me and said, well, but you know what? I, I, I believe in crystals. I think that crystals is very important for them. And I said, yeah, me too. They are beautiful. The way they reflect the light, and it's fantastic. And then she just looked at me in a strange way, just waiting for me to tell her that you should have to stop with all this. But that's not my job. And it's not your job. That doesn't take them to heaven. The only thing they need is to receive Christ. So, uh, but then she said, and this is important for me, I have my personal energy. And I said, wow. And he is so important for me. Wow. And then the dream came back to my mind. And I said, can I just ask you about something? And I just asked her if she was suffering with these different things. And she was in shock. And she said, how do you know this? How you never met me before? Well, my, my energy told me. <laughs> and then she said, wow, then your energy is much more powerful than mine. Yes, yes. But can I tell you, he's not just an energy. It is a person. Yes. Who is he then? Jesus from Nazareth. Yes. Jesus, the Son of God. And she said, oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. For a long time, God has been speaking to her and dealing with her. And she started to think, if Jesus was the Son of God, I know Jesus came to her through a just strange Norwegian but she received Christ she got healed she was set free from all demons and Jesus filled her we are not just called to see people being empty for the evil things we need to see them full with the Holy Spirit Amen Amen. so he is as Jesus was for the disciples so is the Holy Spirit for us today because he is Christ in us Mm mm-hmm and, uh, and I was uh, reading in Exodus, and, uh, and actually I saw there was actually somebody who had seen God. Exodus 24, 10, and, and uh, they saw God of Israel. Under his feet was something like payment made of lapis lazuli or something, as bright blue as sky. But God didn't raise his hand against these leaders for Israel. They saw God, and they ate, and they drank. They saw God. He had, a, he had a body. And Jesus, when he was walking around, he also had a body. In Jesus from Nazareth, and people could see him. People could see Jesus. He, ha, he had a body. But do you know what? The Holy Spirit also have a body. Yes. Yours. Yes. Yours. First mm-hmm. yeah. Corinthians 6 do you not know that your bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit yes. yeah. who is in you whom you have received from God you are not your own mm-hmm. you were bought at the, at the price when Christ gave his own life for you and me it was his love that crucified him on a tree and he paid for you with his own life. Mm-hmm. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. It is really important what you do with your body. Because it doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the Holy Spirit. It's his body. Amen. Amen.
<laughs> so he's not just with us, but he is in us. Which voice do you think he will use if he wants to use you towards somebody else? If the Holy Spirit wants to bring some words to people you meet, which voice? Yours. To heal the sick. Who sounds? Or which uh, feet? The Bible tells us the sound of our feet is good news for, for people. Mm-hmm. But the Holy Spirit will use you because it's your, his body, yes. his temple. Yes. And we are one with Christ. Yes. I just love that fact. Sometimes we invite the Holy Spirit. It's okay, I know what you mean with that, but how can I invite somebody who lives in me? Of course we can, we can invite to come with his presence and, and do the, all the things he will do amongst us, as he will today. Uh, but, but I believe that it's so important for us to understand that he will invite us to be a part of what he will do so that he can use us. Amen? In Genesis 2, 7, they said, Then the Lord um, formed the man from the dust, from the ground, and he breathed on, and, uh, the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Yes. What gave you life is the Holy Spirit. It's God's breath. He's breathing on us. Yes. In John 20, 21, Jesus met the disciples after he'd been raised from the dead. And every time you heard the word disciple, include yourself. And Jesus met them, and the first thing he said was, peace be with you. Yes. Peace. Peace, I believe, it's uh, our natural habitat. Yes. Yes. Not just feeling peace, but the much deeper peace. Yes. Right now in the world today, a lot of people are trembling. And maybe some of us too. But the rock we are standing on is firm. It's not trembling. And he lives in us. With the Holy Spirit. I believe in everything that is happening on this world today. We as his church, as his body, will be God's answer to the world. And your world is where you are. Your world is where you are. Go out into the world. I cannot go out to Kuala Lumpur in China because I'm here in Stonington. But I can go out here. Mm -hmm. And then again he said, peace be with you. Two times. And right now, the Holy Spirit is blowing on some of you and is bringing his peace. Christ is blowing on you and he's saying, Peace be with you. Just receive peace from God right now. Right now. Peace. Peace. And then he said, receive the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then... In book in Acts 2, they were sitting and they was praying because and Jesus, after being 
breathing the Holy Spirit in them, that's why I believe they were born again. But Jesus said, no, you have the Spirit, but you need to wait. And I don't want allow you to do anything because before you have been filled with the Holy Spirit. On, on, when Jesus was breathing on them, they got the Holy Spirit. On the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit got them. He filled the host. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers was meeting together in one place. That's the first miracle. And then he said, suddenly there was a sound from heaven like a roaring of a mighty windstorm. And it filled the house where they were sitting. And then he says, and, and fire, a flame of fire uh, came and filled the room and, sat, and, and then uh, uh, sat over everyone's head. Yeah. yeah. So it filled the room, but also every individual who was in the room, the fire of God came upon them. And they were baptized in the Holy Spirit. And they were so filled with the Spirit that it was just filling them, and it's filling them, and it was filling them, and it was filling them. And And the Spirit started to communicate to God himself. And, And there was Spirit to Spirit. And the spirit became one spirit. One had Jesus. One spirit. One body. Fantastic. The Holy Spirit lives in you. Amen. Jesus, when he was baptized in, the, in, in Jordan, when he came up from the river, the first thing Jesus saw was an open heaven. Yes. And he heard his father's voice saying, Son, I love you. I'm so pleased with you. Mm-hmm. Jesus knew he was the son of God. That was his identity. Mm-hmm. And we know just after that, Jesus was out in a desert. And then the enemy came. The devil came. And the first thing the devil was, was to go in for his identity. And he said, if you really are God's son. And he was the son of God. And so are you, or you may be a daughter of the living God. Mm-hmm. That's your identity. Yes. Full of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Jesus, uh, when he came up from the, and the Holy Spirit come over him, and then the Holy Spirit filled him. And Jesus' ministry started from that point. Jesus himself, when he came to earth, he came and he got his body, of Christ, body, Jesus from Nazareth. And he was limited in that body. But then the Holy Spirit came and he filled him. And then he said that then Jesus was driven out in the desert. He was led by the Spirit. His whole earthly life was a life where Jesus was living in totally, 100% depending on the Holy Spirit. To show you and me what we can do when we live full of the Holy Spirit and we let him work through us. Jesus said we should do the same thing as he did, even greater things. Mm -hmm. These signs shall follow these who believe. In believing Christ, following Christ, 
and the Holy Spirit is in us and the, and the signs and the wonders and the miracles and the work of the Holy Spirit will follow us. Yes. We don't follow these things, we are following Christ. Mm -hmm. yeah. And Jesus said, it was not by might and not by power, but by my spirit. All the things, the, the healings, the, the suffering, the cross, it was by the Holy Spirit. Even when he was raised from the dead, it was by the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, after fulfilling the mission, and on the cross, he said, it's fulfilled. And then he says in, in John 19, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and he gave his spirit. It was fulfilled. And then when he came back to the Father, he received the spirit again. And then he took the spirit and he poured out the spirit over you and me. Yes. And the spirit moved on the inside. And my prayer is that he shall fulfill the house. No private room. But the Holy Spirit in you and in me will do the same things. Yes. The same things. The same things yes. as he did when Jesus was walking around. Yes. The Great Commission said, I am given all authority and all the power. So the, the Great Commission begins with Christ. It starts with him. And because of that, he is sending us out like Jesus was sent. Remember? As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And then he sent us out to teach, uh, the, to teach um, uh, the disciples about all the things that Jesus has commanded us to do. And, and, and we should go out there and we should baptize people in, in the name of the Son and the Holy Spirit. No, in the name of the Son and the Father and the Holy Spirit. And we will see them being baptized in water. And we will train and disciple people. And then he said, and be sure of this, I am with you. Every day. Yes. Includes this one. Yes. Every day unto answer of earth. And how is he with us? With his spirit. Yes. Amen. Amen. Jesus was walking around Exton and he was anointed with, from God with the Holy Spirit and power. He was walking around. He healed everybody who was under the devil because, he, my, my Bible says, he was, he was able to do all this because God was with him. How? by the Holy Spirit. So if you just think for a little moment now, I just want to you close your eyes. And I want you to think of this. What does it mean for you that you are a temple for the Holy Spirit? What can you do for him? What does it mean for you that the Spirit of God, who was there in the beginning, and God spoke the words, be light, and the Word and the Spirit melted to one, and light came. That Spirit is in you. What more do you need from God to do what He asked you to do? Amen. Amen.
the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I know you are in me. I know Holy Spirit that you live in me. I know Holy Spirit that I, I know that you can use me. Holy Spirit, I want to know you. I want to know you in, into worship. Holy Spirit, I want to know you in, in prayer because you are the spiritual prayer. Holy Spirit, you are the spiritual worship. We only can spirit worship in, in the spirit and in truth. Holy Spirit, I want you in the fellowship with brothers and sisters and so I can love them and, and, and I, can, I can care for them. Holy Spirit, help me. And the Holy Spirit will because my spirit and the spirit of the Lord is one. I have the love of God in me because God poured out his love in your heart by the Holy Spirit, Romans 5.5. 5. You can love people. I'm not just talking about feelings. You can never trust them, but you can trust the word. Yes. If God asks us to do something, we can do it. Otherwise, he would never ask us. But because we have the spirit in us. You know what? I love the Holy Spirit. I do. And remember when I got born again, uh, came out from uh, being on a dark place for, for many years, playing around with some demonic activities that were just me. Nobody knew. Outside I was looking okay, I think, but inside I was a mess. I tried to, I had given my life to Something I shouldn't. But then one day I met somebody who was much stronger. And I realized that uh, when I gave my life to Christ after I met Chastity in, in, in October 83. And in that same moment I started to, to hear from the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God. And what a difference that was when Christ came into my heart and he set me free and he released me from all kind of uh, dark things and, and uh, because there are a spiritual world out there but Christ, he just set me free yeah. gave me a brand new life and peace came to my heart peace came to my body and I just, knew, I just was so thankful to God but just after suddenly I started to hear his voice from the inside and the Holy Spirit started me to lead me to people. Uh, when I was on the street, I, I, I could see people. I could actually, I, as I got information about what, what's wrong with them, and I could just turn over to them, and I just, I saw, I laid my hands on them, and I spoke a word of God with healing and hope. And the Holy Spirit just healed them. I was shocked. But I loved it. I was dreaming about people with names and addresses. When it turned out, there were actually people living in that address with that name. And I came to them, or Jesus did, yes. through just an old person, full of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit in you. And I started to really to spend time with him in the fellowship and in the, in, in asking the questions. I, I was walking for hours and I was talking with the Holy Spirit. And you know what? To have fellowship with the Holy Spirit, it goes both ways. Yes. It's not just all that I will have fellowship with him. More than that, he will have fellowship with you. And he is like God's secret agent. Sometimes he will leak information to us so that we can, what we can do. 
Maybe you, do, you can know something about your neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> but if you know somebody, something about your neighbor that he tells you, you will be his answer to that neighbor. You will be the good news. You will be those who bring healing. You are the ones who bring words or the good news, what Jesus has done for them. But you remember, even sharing the good news, sharing the gospel, I don't know who you got saved, but probably most, most of the times it's because you heard about Jesus through another human being. But the Holy Spirit could just use those words and you got the revelation in your heart and you gave your life to Jesus. Amen. Amen. So my prayer for you and for myself is that we have to, we have to, we have to understand, we have to get to know the Holy Spirit in us. And we have to get to know, I don't know, but I challenge you to get to know the anointing that God has given you. How it operates, to get to know the person, the Holy Spirit, the way he is moving in you, and what he, do, what, what he wants to do through you. It is to actually to get to know the real you, the authentic you. And I don't know about you, but, but I... Uh, as, as I have been seeing the Holy Spirit moving around, it's fantastic to see what he can do if we only do the small things. Yes. I was thinking a couple of days ago, uh, um, I do, have been traveling for many, many years, and I sat down and I was thinking uh, for some of my journeys, and I was in Kujing in Malaysia. And in Kujing, there was a meeting with a couple of thousands of people there. This is close to Borneo, the jungle. And as we were sitting there, there was a woman sitting just in front of me, and I, and I saw this strange cartoon, like a big football coming out from the stomach of this lady, and small legs, and running out of the building. And I was like, what on earth was that? <laughs> I thought, oh, I'm turning crazy here, or if I get malaria, I don't know. <laughs> but then the Holy Spirit said, no, 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 she has cancer. And the cancer left her while she was preaching the word of God. And I said, do you have cancer? Yes. Where? In your stomach. I said, no. Can you go to the hospital and, and talk to the doctors? A couple of days later, she came back with a paper telling that they have no, uh, took some x-rays of her, the shakta, and they couldn't find a tumor or nothing. She was completely healed. And then, when that happened, hundreds of people came forward and, and received Christ. And you should have been there in that river in Borneo, in the jungle, when we had that baptism. It was just crazy. There was monkeys screaming in the trees, or birds, or all kinds of animals making all those noises. And it was just fantastic. Holy Spirit, you saw something, and he did the rest. Amen. I was in Palawan in the Philippines. We was going to meet uh, a, a village there, and, and I thought we was going to meet the church, have time with the church. So, uh, so we came there, and uh, there was this man, the leader of the city, village, and he welcomed us. And, uh, and I was going to prepare, so I wanted to, to share the gospel, but I saw this man having a big tumor in his face. And I looked at him, through the eyes of the Holy Spirit. And I'm not, I didn't see the tumor. But I saw, and I saw it, and then it was gone. So I said, can I just pray for you? 
Everybody was watching. As I took my hand and laid my hands on him, the Holy Spirit, through this simple hand, healed it, and it just disappeared like that. Everybody could see it. And then when I'm done preaching, and I, I, and I asked people to, if there were some few people there who was not saved, because everybody that was saved was a church, I thought. And I said, so if you will receive Christ now, just come forward. Everybody came. And I said, no, 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 no. And I explained it. Two times I explained it. And everybody, and then the guy said, this is not the church. Everybody here wants to receive Jesus. We have never heard the gospel before. <laughs> no, there is a church. One healing. One act by the Holy Spirit. Why not? Why not? I was, I was in Grand, Rap- Grand Rapids and I was going to have a meeting and on the night there I, I, was, I got a dream. Or is it the old man who have visions or the old man who have dreams, remember? The young man have... Yeah, so I had a, I had a dream, yeah. The old have visions, the young have dreams. So I had a dream. But I saw this man standing like this and he was digging in, in the soil and suddenly I saw water came up. And I looked at the man, and, 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 and I, as I felt, his name was Tom. And I saw around him, it was people with looked like in, people from India. In the morning, it, I'd forgotten it all, and I started to share, and I lift my head, and I saw this man sitting in a room, and that was that man. And I said, is your name Tom? He, and I, <laughs> and then I said, I need to share this with you. I had a dream. I saw you, you were digging in the soil and suddenly water came and a lot of people came because they needed the water. And he said, I need to tell you, I'm a professional well digger, if you like. This is what I do. And God has been talking to me the last week of, to go to India, to Chandrakant, as many of us know, and to go up in the mountain and, and, and uh, dig some, some big, so the villages there can get clean water because there were so many people dying because of uh, poisoned water. And a couple of months later, I got a photo of, uh, of um, uh, this man standing there with Chandrakarn, and 1,500 people who come from the villages in the mountains just to see the, when they were going to open the well. And that, in that time, they, uh, Chandrakarn stood there, and he explained what happened, and then he started to preach about Jesus with the living water, and he said, everybody, everybody who was there, 1,500 people, received Christ and got saved. I know there were so, several uh, churches in that area. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Amen. A great miracle, but the beginning was a little. The reason for me telling this is, this was very simple in the beginning. And you took one step because you knew that the Holy Spirit, this body belongs to him. Who am I who shall hinder him to do what God wants to do through you and me? Don't limit yourself if the way you think. Agree with the word of God. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I was in the car and I was going to visit some in the home group just outside Bergen and in the car I was talking to the Holy Spirit and I do that a lot. I'm not crazy. I do talk a lot with the Holy Spirit. And I said, Holy Spirit, is there something you will do in this area? Here I am. If you will use me, 
I'm here. And in the same time, I heard, remember, God can speak to us in many different ways, using all our senses, but I heard his name, uh, uh, I can call her for uh, Mary. Mary. You will not be able to pronounce this Norwegian name anywhere. Orshild, but that is a hard name. We can call her Mary. But I saw her as he was standing up, her back was going like this. She couldn't, she couldn't stand, it was tremendous pain. And God said, I will heal her. I will heal her, I want you to pray. And I did. And then I came to this group and we sat down and we had a fellowshiping together. And then on the end I said, on the way, I, God spoke to me to pray for this uh, Orsil, or married. And, um, and one of the, oh, but that's my neighbor. And she's struggling with her back. Her back is, and I said, no, I don't think so. I think Jesus has healed her. Can we go over and see her? And we did. We, we was driving over to the house and we was, and now this is open up the door. And she's in shock. And she see her friend and said, do you, do, you will not believe what happened to me. And I said, yes, we will. You got healed. And then she said, she and her husband, no, not, not Christians, sitting in the sofa. And she was just standing up to get something. And at that moment, I heard this from the back. And it was suddenly, it was straightened like that. And she was in shock. Her husband was in shock. She got saved. The husband got saved. Some of her family got saved. There were some neighbors who got saved. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is running a thing. If you will use me, here I am. He has no favorites. God is looking for his, his eyes is just looking all over the world for somebody he can use who have the spirit living inside of him Amen Thanks for joining us today Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching 